Welcome to the Pure Flix Podcast, a show brought to you by PureFlix.com. PureFlix.com, the faith, family, and fun video streaming service. Get ready for uplifting news, scripture, movie reviews, and interviews with some of your favorite actors, authors, and pastors. Let's get started. Welcome to the Pure Flix Podcast. I'm Billy Hollowell. And if you have not caught our Vindication After Show, you're going to want to do that. Head over to Pure Flix and watch Vindication. Now, if you're not familiar with Vindication, it's an amazing cop drama that you're going to want to check out. Season two is currently dropping weekly on Pure Flix. You can head over again to pureflix.com, grab a free trial, and check that out. And we're doing an after show. And so a number of the episodes you'll see of this podcast are labeled Vindication After Show. It's pretty self-explanatory. You're going to love it. Watch the show. Check out the after show. Hear all the fun tidbits, the ins, the outs, the theories. And, you know, it's me and Lucas Miles. We're both fans of the show. We love getting a chance to talk about it. And so you want to listen to that on the Pure Flix podcast. Now, today, we are actually going to be having a regular episode of our podcast, and we're going to have Timothy Mahoney on. You may remember him as the producer and director of Patterns of Evidence. He is back with a new documentary, a new film called The Seven Churches of Revelation, Times of Fire. And if you haven't noticed on Pure Flix, we are talking a lot about the end times this month. We've got some great films that are on Pure Flix. This particular film, The Seven Churches of Revelation, is not on Pure Flix right now. It is in theaters as we speak. And you'll want to check that out and hear what Tim has to say about it. But, you know, this is kind of the month where we talk about the end times. And it's a it's a huge facet of our our Christian beliefs, right? Revelation, all sorts of prophecies throughout the Bible. So we talk a lot about that over on our blog this month, insider.pureflix.com. And in this conversation with Timothy today, we're going to be getting into why he made the seven churches of Revelation, what people can take away from the book of Revelation, and plenty more. So with no further ado, let's welcome Timothy Mahoney to the Pureflix podcast. Timothy, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, thanks for coming on. We've got a lot to talk about today. You are once again diving into fascinating biblical material. There is a new film, The Seven Churches of Revelation, Times of Fire, and this is going to be coming to theaters. Uh, but but this really focuses in, I think, on one of the most incredible and fascinating and controversial and confusing books of the Bible, and that is Revelation so let me start with a loaded question, and then I want to move into why you wanted to dive into this project. But but why does the book of Revelation matter to believers today? That's a great question. And and I, I think it's because it's the well, first of all, it's it's the coming of the kingdom of God. Uh, you know, the whole the whole uh, restoration of everything that happened in Genesis when it fell apart. Uh, sort of comes back together and, and the kingdom of God comes. And uh, uh, I was talking with a Revelation scholar too, and he basically said that he feels that the book of Revelation is actually a legal, um, a legal book. In other words, uh, God is going to hold court, as it were, on all the injustice. You know, we have a lot of people that want justice. And uh, there's the kingdom of God is coming. And uh, this justice that's coming will be God's justice and he will be the judge. 
And uh, so, you know, it's some, in some ways it should be terrifying for a lot of people, uh, but other people don't believe that God exists. So here we are. Um, the, so the book of Revelation, I think, is very, very important because um, after Jesus left, he says, I'm coming soon. And, you know, according to God's timeline, uh, this might be very, very soon. For us, it seems like it's been a long time. Uh, but Billy, as I thought about it, I thought, you know, if, if Christ would have come, let's say, back, you know, 100 years after he left, you and I wouldn't be here. <laughs> you know, we wouldn't yeah. be a part of this opportunity to be in uh, in the kingdom of God. So it's, it, there's been a reason uh, for for a delay. And I think in many ways, it's because more and more people were created and they have an opportunity to uh, to enter into the make a decision. Do they want to live in the kingdom of light? in the kingdom of God, or do they want to live in, uh, in their own way and the king, what I would call the kingdom of darkness? Yeah. I mean, you have to ask some deductive questions. I think if you're a non-believer, right, you have to sort of say, okay, well, if Jesus existed, which we know everybody, I mean, 99.999% of historians, you know, any, any legitimate historian knows that Jesus existed. Where is his body? If his body is not there, you then have the question of where is he? We believe as Christians, we know what happened there, that he resurrected and that he is he is in heaven with, with the Father right now, and we're told he's coming back. And so as you sort of work through those questions, I think Revelation becomes an incredibly fascinating book. And of course, people are going to debate over the ins and the outs of it. Now, what you're doing, and I know this is going to be a three-part film series, and the first part is going to drop in October. You're looking at the the seven churches, though, throughout this film series that are mentioned in Revelation. This is another part. I think every chapter of Revelation is one that is, again, there's controversy and debate and theological misunderstanding and attempt to really comprehend what's going on. But but tell us a little bit about these seven churches. And I know this is another loaded question because there's so much there. What was it, though, that led you to want to focus in yeah. on those churches? Well, uh, the backstory of how I got involved with this is that actually I had made the Patterns of Evidence film uh, Exodus, and that made it onto Netflix worldwide. And so some people over in France, Christophe Hanover, the, the filmmaker, saw that film and was inspired by patterns of evidence. And he decided to go on a trip, you know, to get together and do somewhat what I have done in the past, take an investigative documentary uh, approach and go to the location of those seven churches, asking the question, hey, can we find evidence for where, where this revelation was given to John? And so he, he goes to the island of Patmos and then he goes uh, into Turkey. Uh, and I think a lot of people might not realize this, but the early church, uh, they were located in the area of Turkey. And uh, you can still go to these these locations. And this film, I've been told, is one of the most uh, uh, interesting and, and, uh, and uh, investigative archaeological look into those locations and gives you the context that those churches were, were in, involved in, the political and the religious challenges that they were facing at that time. And uh, you know, the, this film, because there's so much information, like you said, we have a three-parter. Uh, so we're looking at the first three, three churches. We're going to investigate the island of Patmos, which is where the, where the vision happened to John. And then we're going to go to uh, the church of Ephesus, Smyrna, and Pergamum. Pergamum. And Pergamum um, is uh, 
uh, well, each one of those churches, what's interesting about Pergamum is it's, they, they talked about it being the seat of Satan. There's a throne there. And, and so you're going to see things that you have not seen before in this film. Um, uh, you know, archaeology and how then uh, actually that, uh, that throne of Satan was so interesting that uh, uh, the Germans and, and Hitler uh, was attracted to it and they brought it back, you know, to Germany. So there's, there's all sorts of spiritual dynamics too, that we're going to wow. be uncovering with these films. Wow. That, what you, that, that little piece that you just dropped there, that definitely, um, I think piqued my interest. I want to know, I want to know more about that now. What, what for you was the most rewarding part of participating in this particular film? Cause again, you did patterns of evidence. You had so much success with that. What was different about this and what was rewarding about this experience? Well, you know, uh, Billy, we need more films, uh, really quality films that have a, a biblical uh, clarity to them. And uh, what was satisfying for me was to help this French filmmaker, Christophe Hanover, with this project uh, and to just uh, to know that he was inspired by my earlier films and that from there now I have like a little brother filmmaker who is out there, uh, you know, doing the same thing. And he, they're very, very talented filmmakers. Uh, and, and that he went and went to this location and now, uh, you know, he, he called, you know, they connected with me and said, can you help? And I had to think and pray about it a lot because it's a lot of work, Billy, you know, to, to put out a film and to get behind it. Cause I'm still making patterns of evidence films. We've got two films right now that we're in the midst of. And, uh, so, uh, and so I thought, prayed about it and thought I need to do this. I'm not sure how I'm going to do this. And what I've seen is that God has brought in more uh, opportunities for help. And uh, I mentioned this to Revelation Media and Revelation Media uh, produced uh, Pilgrim's Progress and the iBible. And they said, hey, we love this project. We want to be a part of it. So here now we have uh, an international uh, film with uh, Millennial Productions, which is Christoph Hanover's brand, you know, company. And then Patterns of Evidence and uh, Thinking Man Films. Uh, we're coming together and then alongside millennial product or uh, uh, revelation media. So us, all three of us now are coming and getting involved in a kind of co-production agreement and distribution to, to get this important message out to the world. Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely incredible and fascinating to me. You know, you're not, you're never scared to take on a tough topic or a complex topic. You've shown that before in filmmaking, what was the thing for you that was most interesting about diving into Revelation in this way? We've all read it, we've all gone through it, but this gave you, a, I think, probably a unique look going much more in depth, especially on these churches. What was the big you know, surprise or takeaway for you in that process? I'll tell you what, this is so important for people to see this film, because when you read then the letter to Ephesus and you uh, and you start to look at what was going on with the Apostle Paul and the early church, you realize when they stood up for their faith, it was a very challenging thing because they had emperor worship. And right now, you know, people are feeling very uh, uh, uncomfortable with dictates that were happening or things that are in our society, our culture. Uh, that are being in the last two years, last three years, all sorts of turmoil. Well, uh, and if you don't go along with it, you're in trouble. Well, this is exactly what happened to the early church because uh, there was emperor worship. So if you didn't worship the emperor, then the gods might cause something to happen in the empire 
uh, and you were, you know, forcibly, you know, made to confess your allegiance and worship the emperor and pray for him. And uh, this is what you're going to see. The courage of these early Christians is uh, remarkable uh, and what they stood up for. And the, the power of the gospel to reach into certain cities like Ephesus, where uh, there was a worship of, um, uh, of, a, of a god there. I'm trying to think of her name. If it was, um, uh, well, I'm not going to say the name. <laughs> she, she was so venerated, though. She was the, the goddess of the city that um that she was um that that the silversmiths that were making the idols for her were having trouble with business because so many people were turning away from this type of worship and they were uh worshiping the one true god and that's when there was a riot and you're going to see that in this film you're going to see that situation what happens and you're going to see the courage and and true stories of of different um of great followers in the early church. Now, do you believe that those, that those churches, the messages being delivered to them, um, that those messages also span time to be messages that we can take away today as well? Uh, absolutely. That's, I think that every century, you know, as you look at it, I mean, if you look at the very first, I'll just read you something that said, that happened here. The letters that go out uh, from Christ to these churches, uh, one interesting thing is that everybody received the message to all the churches. So if you're in one church, you could read what the message was to the other churches. I didn't know that before. And I'm, I'm new at this, with the whole thing with Revelation, but I think it's so important for us today. And as I've talked to other scholars, they're saying the same thing, that, that just as the letters to, to the Ephesians or to the Corinthians spoke to the Corinthians very specifically at that time, they speak to us too. And the letter to Timothy, the letter, you know, the gospels, they, they, you know, they were written at that time, but they speak every generation because they're um, inspired by the Lord. They're, it's the inspired word of God. But here's a very interesting letter, part of the letter to the church of Ephesus. It says, uh, you know, it's, it says, these are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work and your perseverance. I know you cannot tolerate wicked men, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not, and you found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary. That sounds like a really good, uh, you know, report card. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, come, guess what comes up? It says, yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken your first love. Mm. Remember the height from which you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. And I'm thinking about that because when I was a you know kid, I grew up in the you know uh, the Jesus um, uh, you know revolution in the 70s, and and I mean there was all sorts of activity that was happening. It was really really powerful, and uh, people just were passionate about the Lord. They chased after Him, but you know now as you get older, it's easy to sort of take it for granted our faith for granted. And that's why I think this film, Seven Churches of Revelation, Times of Fire, is such a timely film for us today. I mean, how many of us today uh, have sort of fallen away from our first love? And that's just one message to one church. You're going to, uh, as we go through here, I think we're going to spend the next several years really examining the book of Revelation with these films. And this first film 
really then points to another thing that's happening, which is the persecution of the early church. And, you know, they had to be courageous. And the question that we have in this film is we were trying to figure out, well, what's the right message that this film has? And the message is, are you ready? Hmm. What does that mean? Well, it means a lot of things to a lot of different people. You know, are you ready for the return of Christ? Are you ready to stand up for your faith? You know, are you ready to share the good news with your neighbors or your family? You know, what, what does that, are you ready? You can fill in the blank for yourself, but something's coming. And I think the world knows that something's coming and they're, everyone's really feeling uncomfortable because it feels like the world is changing and they're not sure what it's changing into. Mm, that's such a, that's such a good point. And I think when we look throughout scripture and again, there are different theological views on the end times and eschatology and all of that. But when you look at the signs of, you know, what signs are you going to see before the end? I think there are some parallels to what we are watching. Now, that doesn't mean we have any idea when it's going to happen. It could be another thousand years. It could be 10,000 years. It could be two minutes. Who knows? But the reality is what you just said is very true. People are feeling these changes. Something doesn't feel right. And I think for a lot of Christians, the sense is that there is a, a tidal wave on its way. We may already be riding part of that tidal wave up, you know. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. And now more than ever, understanding Revelation and making attempts to comprehend what is being said within is so important. And so I appreciate you making this film. Now, how can people see the film in theaters? Give us a little information about when and how. Yeah, the film is going to be coming out October 11th and 12th in theaters. It's a fathom event. Uh, after the uh, film, we're going to have a panel discussion, which will be really helped unpack a lot of what we're going to have. Uh, and uh, so if they go to uh, sevenchurches.com, the number seven, and then churches.com, uh, the number seven, churches.com, they can, they can go to our website, they can see the trailer, they can read about it, they can uh, get images, and, and they can spread the word. You know, they can uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, and so that's how they would be able to buy a ticket. Uh, and we're going to be in theaters, like 750 theaters, October 11th and 12th. And it's going to be a great, great evening. Well, listen, I so appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on today. Well, thanks for having me, Billy. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Did you know you can access thousands of entertaining and inspiring faith and family-friendly TV shows, movies, and original series? It's simple. Just log on to pureflix.com right now to start your free trial. From kids' content to some of the most uplifting films, we've got your entire family covered. Sign up today. And that brings us to the end of today's Pure Flix podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you tune in for the next episode of the Vindication podcast series. We'll be breaking down everything Vindication. You're not going to want to miss it. And come back very soon for another episode of the regular Pure Flix podcast. We are so excited to have you. And head over to pureflix.com for all of your entertainment needs. 
That's all for today's podcast. You can follow Pure Flix on Facebook at facebook.com slash pureflix and on Twitter at pureflix. And be sure to log on today to pureflix.com for thousands of faith and family-friendly movies and TV shows. Thanks for listening to the Pure Flix Podcast.